0: Well, hello, I'm Kimberly Rock, and for the last 20 years, I've been running my own businesses that have not only been profitable, but personally fulfilling to me. And so now I'm on a mission to help other women just like you do the exact same thing. Now we're going to have some fun, so let's get started. Hi, everyone, it's Kimberly. This is Episode 5 of the She's Just Getting Started podcast. I'm super excited for you to hear it. It's going to give you some valuable information and a checklist. Yes, a checklist so you can finally start your business right. It's the basic steps, it's the first steps. You'll hear more about it. But as a quick side note, this is for those of you offering a service or a product as a small business that you're starting out of your home. This is probably not going to be applicable to a realtor, to someone opening a restaurant or a store or a spa or anything like that. This is just for those of you that have got some certain skill, service to offer, something you wanna create, maybe you're an artist or an artisan or a crafter, whatever it is, this is the first steps to get you going. Maybe you're even gonna open an Etsy store, you're not even gonna have your own website, either way, it doesn't matter, it's the first step. So I hope you enjoy it and I'm excited. Okay, enjoy the episode. Hi, everyone. I'm so happy you're here today. This episode is for all of you out there who have been saying, I want to start my own business, but I don't know where to start. I want to start my business, but I don't know the first steps to take. And I want to start my business, but I'm not good at this whole business side. And so it hasn't happened yet. Well, you know what? You are going to be held accountable after this episode. Because I'm giving you a checklist that tells you exactly how to finally start your business. Because now you're going to know, it's going to be clear, the steps you need to be taking, it's going to be right in front of you. And finally, now, you can enjoy providing something amazing for your customers. Maybe it's a service, maybe it's a product, but you can get on with With your life, enjoying that and live a truly fulfilling future. Because I know so many of you are yearning for more and you've had this idea floating around in your head and you haven't made it happen. So today's the day. I'm right here to tell you, you can do this. It's not hard, it's not complicated. It may take a little while, but I'm laying it out for you. So if you scroll down right now on this episode, like if you're on your phone or maybe you're online listening to this, there's show notes down below, and it will give you a link to my site and to get the download so you can print this checklist. Yes. And you're going to put on your desk today and you're going to get started on it. Okay. And truth be told, that's why I named this whole podcast. She's just getting started because it gives you the sense that there is something more, and amazing ahead for women. There's so many of us that are sitting there going, I know I want something more for my life. I know I'm good at XYZ. I Y, Z. I don't know what to do. I've dreamed of starting my business. And I'm here to tell you, your future can be so fulfilling and you can own it, which, you know, pun intended, own your future, make money doing something you love. And it just breaks my heart when women don't actually start these businesses. So that's why I'm here today. Sorry, I keep saying that it makes me sad. I just want you to start because I don't want you to waste another day. So here we go. This is what you're going to do. First of all, you need to come up with a business name. And I know you're thinking right now, hmm, I don't know if I have my final business name. Well, that's okay. You can use your name for now if you don't have a business name. But truth be told, I've met a lot of women that already have had these businesses floating around in their head for a long time, and they actually have a business name, which is hilarious to me that they never actually started the business and they already envisioned the name. So I know you have this vision and you can do it. So here you go. You're going to come up with the name. And if right now you don't have a name, then you're going to use your own name. Okay. So now you have to kind of do this dirty work just a little bit. This is creating the actual structure of your business, the legal structure. You need to decide if you're going to be a sole proprietorship or a partnership, or maybe go ahead and create an LLC. If you think you are going to be in business a while, you plan to do this a long time, go ahead and create an LLC online. I'm going to put links so that you can see how to create an LLC. And it's through the government. It's information through them. I am not a specialist on how to do this, but I can give you pointers in the right direction. I'm also going to provide links to the small business association through the government. It'll help you in deciding, you know, your sole proprietorship or doing, you know, an LLC, how to set that up. You may have to get a federal identification number so that you can file your federal taxes. So again, it's state specific. And then you may have a federal piece as well, most likely for your business. So I have an LLC that's my name. And then under that, I have this consulting business. So if I create another business, I can put it under that. For my past online boutiques, I started one first as a partnership, then switched it to a sole proprietorship, then created an LLC and put it under that. And that was the LLC. So I was able to do it after the fact. I've heard some stories that you Sometimes don't want to change it after the fact. But again, I don't know the details. I would recommend too checking into LegalZoom. I know a lot of people have used them and I've used them for a few things as well. And it's been great. And so if you really just don't know what you're doing, just pay the few hundred dollars and get it all set up correctly. And then you can be done with it and move on. Or if you know like a tax accountant or someone who specializes in, or someone who's also in your industry already can probably help you decide what filings you need to make real quick. I hope that helps because you need to just take that step and get this rolling. Then you're going to need a bank account that's under your business name. So you're not going to be able to get the bank account until you have all that government stuff filed because they're going to say, "Okay, what's your federal tax ID number? What's your DBA? They're going to want to know all that. So you need to get that stuff done so you can keep this train moving and go ahead and get your bank account because, yes, you need to keep it organized all your funds that you're putting into this business, maybe you set aside a certain amount of money right now. Like here's $2,000 I'm going to put in my account today and that's going to be my money for a while to get this business started. Or maybe it's $10,000 or maybe it's $15,000. Whatever that is, put it in that bank account so you can get started. And then you're going to need a credit card because this is where you're going to put all your business expenses on your credit card. I put every single business expense, every subscription, Every software, every purchase at Office Max of paper and pens. I put every single thing on my credit card. It makes it super easy because then you can download your credit card statements and you can either just do it yourself on a spreadsheet and sort so you know like your total expenses that you've spent during the year, or you can use like QuickBooks Online. I use that. It exports from my credit card into QuickBooks, and you just kind of go through and look at each of your charges and verify that it's an expense or what it is. And it's so organized and so easy, so easy to keep up. Or you can manually do it on a spreadsheet. In my early years, I did that. So it's not that bad. You can just sit there and go, okay, I spent $25 here. And then you have a list of all your expenses and then all your sales. And don't worry if you're not profitable the first year, you still get to write all these expenses off. So don't stress about that, but you do need to do it. So you're going to have to have money that is specific to your business separate from your family's or for yours so that this is easily kept up with. Now, those are, those are kind of the, the back end work. The next thing you're going to do, which is the fun part, is to establish what you're going to sell and where you're going to sell it. So you may already have in mind, I'm going to be offering home decorating service, or I'm going to be making these cute little Christmas trees, or whatever it is that you're going to be doing. So I just want you to think through and document what you're selling right now. What 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 are you envisioning and where are you going to sell it? Are you going to do it locally? Are you going to do it online? Are you going to go to trade shows? Are you going to have an Etsy store? Are you going to sell it on Amazon? What are you going to do? Are you going to have a permanent booth at some store? I've seen salons now that rent out the front of their salon for like gift boutiques and clothes and stuff. So are you going to be doing something like that? I have a friend that does that. And so it does great. So kind of map that out in your head. And again, this is going to be a dynamic document because later that may change. Your business will evolve. So keep that in the back of your mind. But just envision right now, what's the first place? What what do I want to do to start selling? Then the next thing is you need to write out your strengths and identify your weaknesses. And I know you're probably thinking, what? I need to know this to start my business. Yes, this can take you five minutes, or you can actually do it the right way. (laughs) Now, you may not have time right this minute. But in episode two, I actually talked about this. So you may want to go back. I had an interview with someone actually, no, it was episode three, I think it is solidifying your strengths. So you've got to know your strengths. And I talked with a, a life coach named Lindsay who helps you find your strengths, but you can do it yourself. You can go on Amazon, buy the Strengths Finder book, map it all out so you know your top strengths. Because This is going to be key for the roles that you play in your business and what you outsource. Okay, so you may be paying someone else to help you with your books because you're not good with math. Or you may be help, you know, hiring someone to help you with web design and images and all that good stuff. So Maybe you're not an artist, so you know you're going to need help with that. But I would kind of start mapping that out so you kind of have a 10,000-foot view of the things that you should be doing in your business and the things that maybe you should be trying to outsource, and maybe you can't outsource them right away. There's work work around you know, for that, which is what I help people do, too, is find different tools and ways that maybe they don't have to pay someone if they don't have the money right now to do that. So now that you know your strengths, now let's go back to the business side of it. I want you to create an overall, just a brief mission for what you are doing and why are you doing it. So what is your overall mission for this business? Like, do you wanna make people's lives better? Do you wanna give them a place to relax and escape? Do you want to help them uncomplicate business journey, which is kind of what I do. I've got a mission statement, but that's one of the things I do is try to uncomplicate things. Like that's my mission. I want to make business an enjoyable and fun and profitable process. And I actually want to motivate people to get it going because so many never start. So what's your mission? What's your mission? So maybe ponder on that. That's kind of a fun thing. If you're on a walk or something or working out, be thinking like, really, at the end of the day, what do do I want to be doing for my customers? Okay, the next thing is that you need to create a type of promise or pledge to your customers. So what kind of commitment are you making? Obviously, you're not wanting to make someone's life miserable by the services or product that you're offering. So what's the opposite of that? What are you promising to them that you're going to provide the best quality of XYZ? or that you are going to back up your product, you know, it has a lifetime warranty? Like, what's your promise that you want them to have a great experience purchasing something they love? There's all kinds of examples online. But really, you just think about it, there's no right or wrong. But what are you committing to for your customers? The next part is kind of fun. You can create a mood board or even a Pinterest board and come up with sort of a basic branding. Like what do you envision this looking like based on your personality? Is your personality going to be part of the business? It probably is. And so you need to have colors that represent that. Like if you are a spa, you are going to have you know, a tone of soft colors, you're not going to have reds and blacks, right? So that's just an example. Like mine is I wanted it to be warm, but fun. And that's why I kind of have the yellow and the magenta, I wanted it to be happy. But there's other types of color combos that make you feel a certain way. And so I want you to kind of think through those and maybe kind of look at some fonts, just kind of get an idea, like you want a cursive font sort of like sort of a scripty And then you also want a print font. So just kind of be thinking about, I mean, this is so fun because you can sit here and design it and maybe you're not even a graphic designer, but you can start taking notice of other people's logos or how their websites look just to start thinking this through. Then you need to have an online presence. I know so many of you are thinking, well, I do home decorating and but yeah, you need to take pictures of your finished product. And customers need to be able to see it because that's what's going to sell them on your services. So you can do that by a simple Facebook business page, or Instagram, okay. But you can also do it on an Etsy page, Or you can buy your own domain and create your own website, which may sound daunting to some of you. For me, like I get so excited about that. So like I want to get that going immediately. (laughs) I love getting websites up and getting them all cute. And, you know, I'm not a graphic designer myself, but I love making that happen because you need a space in this world. You need a spot. So I would suggest you get a website and maybe it's yourname.com. Luckily, I got mine when I was first starting this business. Months back, I couldn't get my domain name and I kept trying to think of some other variation of Kimberly Brock. I had like kimberlybrock.me and then I had like I am Kimberly Brock and none of it was like settling right. One day I was on a walk and just happened to check Google domains to see if my domain was available and I like screamed, it's like Kimberly Brock is available. Anyways, that's just a side note. (laughs) But try to get your name if you think you're going to be using your name. If not, you need to buy a domain name for your company name that you may have already thought of. But just be thinking about that. And you can always change the domain name. Like if you buy it now and you bought your name or something, and then you were like, no, I'm going to have this other business and it's going to be called Christie's Crafts or whatever, then you can always buy another domain and, and move your website over there. So don't stress about that. But just if you already know what your business name is, check, just go to Google Domains or any GoDaddy, any of those and search for it and make sure it's not already taken. Now, also too, this is a little bit hard if you're new to business, it's to map out your customer journey. And you're thinking, what do you mean? And so this is what I'm saying. So if I'm at Bunko down the road one night and Sally, my neighbor, tells me about your business What then happens? So she tells me and let's say you have your own website. So I go to your website and I love your products. How am I keeping in touch with you? So map this out. So like a flow chart. So someone tells me then it goes down to the next box. And what am I doing? I'm going to your website and maybe let's not let's assume I'm not going to buy right away. So now I'm there Is there an email list? Can I follow you on Facebook? Can I follow you on Instagram? Do you have a YouTube channel? What is then happening to me? So let's say I get on your email list, then what happens? You'll email me every now and then with some great information about interior design or whatever you're offering. And then maybe you lead me down what path next. So that's kind of what I want you to think about. Maybe you show me products on the emails and then try to funnel me in to actually buying. And that's something I can work with you on if you're confused about that that's fun for me. I love this kind of stuff. (laughs) So I can help you map out the 10,000 foot view of your customer journey. Let's make sure we're giving them all the touch points so that we keep them in your world. Because if I like your stuff, I legit want to be around and see what all you have to offer. Because then if I need my house redecorated, or I need the product that you offer, I think of you, right? But if you don't have a way for me to see your stuff or to keep reminding me of you, then I'm sorry. I'm in my 40s. I don't remember anything. I can't remember where I put my phone. I don't remember appointments I'm supposed to go to. I have to set reminders for every single thing and I have to create habits so that I put my phone in the same place and my keys in the same place. So if you don't keep telling me about your business, I'm not going to remember. That's just the way it is. So you you have to assume that nobody's going to remember you and how are you going to keep them going on this journey? Okay? So, The next thing is this is super important, is to just kind of write out some goals. And maybe your goals for the first six months of your business is just to do market research, talk to people, kind of get the, you know, get the domain name, get all the business side set up, get your bank account, start brainstorming your product offering. Okay. So maybe that's your goal. So you're saying in six months, I want to try to be here. And then after that six months, you're gonna have a new goal like I need to make sure my Facebook page is up and I'm posting every week, or I have my website up and I'm capturing emails and I have 30 email subscribers. But that may seem daunting right now to you, but you will have goals like that up ahead. And I want to make sure that you put goals in place so that then you can, when you get to those milestones, you can go, okay, awesome. Now I'm on to the next. Okay. And be proud of yourself, but also see where you are so you can keep yourself accountable. The very last thing on this checklist is for you to give yourself a big hug for doing this because it's a big deal. I know for a lot of you taking these steps is the hardest part. You're so talented. I know this because I've met women like you, super talented, have an amazing skill or make an amazing product, but you're depriving the world of your expertise by not taking these steps correctly and creating the solid foundation and creating this business. So I hope that today has motivated you because I want this for you so bad. As you know, I've been running my own businesses for the past 20 years. They mean so much to me. And I think that yours can mean so much to you and bring your family income, okay? It can be all of those things, fulfilling and just an awesome journey of who you become along the way because you will be surprised at yourself what you are capable of. You don't ever really know what you're capable of until you put demands on yourself. So this is this checklist is the demand that you need to put on yourself, okay? Because so I want you to just get started. There's other aspects of the business, And please know, I'm here to help you. You can email me anytime. I do have a private Facebook group for women. So if you're just starting your business, you're mulling it over, you're thinking about it, or you're in the early stages, make sure you join. So you just go to Facebook, my handle is start with Kimberly Brock, just put that in there. And then you click now to join. There's a big image of me up there and just click under there to join now and you'll just apply real quick. And that way you can be in the group. It's small, I've just started it, but it's going to be a great place where you can talk to other women that are working on their business journey as well. So thank you all so much. I hope you have a great day. And again, go down in the show notes, click the link, go to the website, download the checklist, print it and complete it. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm super excited for you. See, I do get really excited about this kind of thing. This is how much I love businesses. I really do. I love it. It's my passion. So anyways, thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Bye. Now this episode may be over, but our relationship does not have to end here. Head on over to Kimberlybrock.com. And yes, you can get more valuable information for your journey And you know what? You don't need to go through this alone. I would love to help you. Thank you so much and have a great day. Bye.